The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, St. Patrick's Day, of course, is the Rubicon that leads, theoretically, Ireland out of winter and into summer. It is also a bit of a Rubicon for one of Ireland's biggest industries, because for the tourism and hospitality um, industry, it is kind of when season kicks off in earnest. And we have uh, two people here, one of them very tired. John O'Flynn, General Manager of Photo Island Resort in Cork, and Hugh Hurricane, who is the owner of the Boar's Head Bar and Lounge in Capel Street in Dublin, to discuss prospects for 2020. 23. Hugh, are you exhausted? Little was it a late bit, one? A little bit, but it was worth it. <laughs> what time did you wrap up last night? Well, official closing time is 12.30, so we wrapped up around there and people were out all day, so it was no bother in clearing people because I don't think they knew what time it was anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> is it easier to clear after a long day? People are more willing to go home. Well, the good thing that came out of uh, COVID is, uh, you know, when we had a half eight and half ten closing them, people got used to coming out earlier. And which has continued on and it's brilliant. Like so when we had that lull between uh, five and eight in the evenings or something like that, now all of a sudden people are coming out at six, seven in the evenings and like restaurants will tell you the same thing. I'm sure John has seen it as well. Instead of booking dinner at eight o'clock, you're booking dinner now at six thirty, seven o'clock and going for your couple of drinks beforehand and going for a couple afterwards and you're home rested. And I suppose as you get older, the, the next day is a bit tougher, but when you get that little bit of extra sleep after being out late or out air, home early, you know, yeah, you enjoy it a bit better, you know. And how was last night? I assume you were packed to the rafters because town was heaving when I was leaving. That was early in the morning. Uh, t- town was great yesterday. You know, the weather was brilliant, which helped. You know, we got a small little shower. The pubs can't open till 12.30 and the off-licenses couldn't open until 4. So, uh, like, we had a meeting with the Gardaí in the mansion house uh, all the hospitality businesses there about two weeks ago and we have a big outdoor area on Capel Street and there is a lot of outdoors which come in with COVID but we were told that there is no drinking on the street on St. Patrick's Day so none of us had an issue with that at all um, they brought in the off licences to be closed until four o'clock uh, last year or no just, just sorry it was the year before COVID and it has continued on and it has worked really, really well. So I've heard of no problems in Dublin City Centre. And I have to hand it to uh, Dublin City Council, the way they ran St. Patrick's Day and the whole week, and especially the Gardaí. The Gardaí presence around Dublin City Centre last night was unbelievable. Like, it was really, really good. And people were in great form. And, like, we could have let in a lot more people. But, like, there was no space for them, you know. And... Uh, the tourism business all week and particularly all year has been unbelievable. Well, that's the bit that amazed me yesterday coming through the, the city when I was locked in my infinite loop, unable to get out of the place. Very few Irish people. It was all, It was like being in a foreign country. It was know, all yeah. tourists, yeah. wall-to-wall tourists. It's, it's unbelievable. And they started to arrive like last Friday, Saturday. Some of them, I'm sure they were down in Cork, down in Fort Island and all around the city and down in Galway. And then they come up to Dublin and like I've seen people walking into the pub last Saturday and the green trousers and big green hats and I says oh Jesus this is a bit too early in the week for this you know so and of course then you know they arrive for Chetnam and some of them fly out we'll say this morning some of them would have flown out last night so they kind of pick and choose their flights 
And what, know, what about you, John, down in Fodor? What's the Is it as big a weekend for the hoteliers as it is for the publicans? Definitely the St. Patrick's Day is traditionally the start of the tourism season. And you're right. I mean, the amount of foreign visitors that we see all over the country at the moment I suppose it just reflects that Ireland is a destination of choice. Um, people want to come here. Definitely, the I suppose this, the strength of the dollar against the euro is helping us. But yeah, because um, we're near parity. It's something like a euro to one hundred seven. There was a time it was a euro to one hundred forty. That's true. But that said, I mean we have some of the we have we don't uh, some of the best hotels in the world, some of the best restaurants in the world, some of the best golf courses, some of the best pubs, some of the best destinations, and people just want to be in Ireland and have a good time and holiday, and that's what they're doing. Um, I mean, we've a big group down in Fort at the moment from Florida, 130, 140 people and other groups associated all over the city. That arrived as a single group? As arrived as a single group. They're Do you coming. get group packages that significant? Believe it or not, there are marching bands who couldn't get into the Dublin parade who are going on to the different parades all around the country. But I said it's the place that Ireland is the place that people want to come to this year. That's for sure. In terms of that, has it been, do you remember directly after COVID, the airlines were slightly surprised by how instantly everybody effectively said, put me on a plane to anywhere, I just want to get out. Are you likely to see the same into this summer? Is there still a pent up demand of international tourism that you expect? Absolutely. But that demand that came from COVID was that one thing that COVID taught people is that people want to be out. They want to um, go to bars, they want to go to restaurants, they want to be with family and friends, they want to interact with people, they want to travel. And no doubt about it, that pent up demand is there right across the board. And I see it right throughout the year where people do want to get on a plane. They do want to holiday and people will be taking multiple trips this year. There's no doubt about it. No I assume both of you face to some degree a challenge in terms of staffing, because the one thing that we hear about a lot is particularly for the hospitality industry, that people during COVID dropped out of the industry, found other employment and haven't come back. Yeah, it's 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 tough at the moment. Um you know, you can, you can understand it, but there's a lot of part-time staff that you're working with. But I suppose we're lucky in, in Dublin, I suppose, and I'd say John is probably in Cork as well, where you have a lot of people going to college and you hire a lot of college staff for the summer. And then, like I have, I have a young American fellow from New York working with me. He's in, here in Trinity College and he's working for me. And I have uh, another girl from Brazil. So, you, you know, you, you, need, you need to to take in the foreign staff which as well as well as the Irish staff because they're here and they need they need the money for their What rent. do Patrick's Day tourists do when they realise that it's somebody from New York or somebody from Brazil who's handing them their pint? <laughs> I think they're just delighted to get in and get a pub <laughs> a seat and get a bite to eat and they don't mind you know but like it's like everybody like I, I would have to say yesterday and I was it was one of the best St. Patrick's Day regarding people in great form. You know, as John said, it was one of the first proper St. Patrick's Day where people really... And there was a nice out. vibe. There wasn't any... You know the way sometimes there can be that slight edge to it that says now is a good time to go home. It didn't yeah. have that feel to it. No, there wasn't. What about you for staffing, John? Tricky? Um, it is tricky. Look, we've in photo we've 450 staff. That often surprises people when I say that. And during the summer, we'll get up over to 600, 600 people. Yeah, that but, many? Yeah. But two points I'd make is that one, um, people who... I'm just following on from Hugh's point... Um, the hospitality industry, it's a great first job for somebody and it really gives me a great sense of satisfaction and inspiration where I see people who've started off working with us as they went through college and then went off on to do different careers and you you follow their career path um, and you see some great high achievers in that. The second thing is you just have to be a bit, you have to be more innovative. Um, the hospitality now 
is a fantastic place to work. It really is. The terms, the conditions, the way people are looked after, the way people are trained, it really has improved dramatically. And I, I should mention that Fault Ireland have done an exceptional job in promoting that. But um, going back It's a to great you, learning experience. Hard work, though. It can be hard work. But, it, I mean, the industry has um, developed so well, but there's a great teamwork, there's a great sense of satisfaction at the end of a busy night in the yeah. pub, I'd say. Like, like, I mean, I know Ireland, the rugby team are going to put in a hard shift today, but there's plenty of bar staff put in a harder shift last night and they'll get a greater sense, satis- a sense of satisfaction out of that than anybody else. I cut across you. You were going to say something else there, John. My apologies. No, you're okay. That's it. No, you're fine. Awesome. Great, you? Uh, where you talk about the, the rugby staff or the bar staff working hard for the rugby, do you start planning for the crowds coming out of things like games? Do you have to say, oh, okay, yeah. start pulling pints now, lads, oh, they're on the way? Well, we we don't. We just, there's such a constant flow in them. Like today now, you have a long day of it. You have the Scotland match. Um, you're straight into Dublin and Mead in the, in the league today. You're straight into the Irish match. And then you'll get, you know, some of the people move on. Then after the matches, then you get the crowds coming for the matches. So we get a lot then that'll be moving from the Aviva over to Capel Street because you're not going to get into some of the pubs so they're waiting for people Plus, to move let's be on. clear, there's a lot to be said for the north side. Oh, well, I tell you, you it's know. a great part of the city. Dead right. <laughs> Give us your predictions then for 2023. Good year? I would be very, very positive. I think we're in for a bumper year because I think we're a great nation for looking after tourism. Uh, people love to come to Ireland. As John says, go to Fort Island, go to Cork, go to Galway, go to Cavan, where I'm from myself, of course. And, I was uh, going to say, that doesn't sound like a north side <laughs> Dublin accent to me. <laughs> uh, you know, like Dublin has such a lot to offer. You know, you find cafes, restaurants, you know, you've, you go out to Hill of Hote, you know, you have so much. I think we're in for a bumper year. Same question to you, John. 2023, yeah, it's, go- it's going to be a super year. I mean, the, we've invested heavily in the hospitality industry, in our product, in our people, in the infrastructure. And it's really going to be a bumper year. But I see this, this growth in the hospitality industry uh, continuing on for years to come. I mean, as I said at the start, Ireland is a destination of choice. People want to be here. We provide a great time when they're here. That's what they want. And of course, it has to be said, we have become quite correctly um, very dependent on and proud of our FDI in terms of med tech, in terms of pharma, in terms of IT. But it doesn't change the fact that the tourism sector is still one of our most vibrant and most profitable economic sectors. That's it. But on that point, 20% of tourists that visit Ireland come on business trips, visiting those um, those companies. And they are a huge part in our tourism industry. By the same token, the reason they come to Ireland is because when they're coming on those conferences, they know they're going to have a great time here as well. Well, we better be careful. We don't want to get too far into the business area because Bobby gets thick if you stretch his toes. So we'll, we'll leave that to him coming in at 11 o'clock, guys. Thank you both very much. That is John O'Flynn, General Manager of Foda Island Resort in Cork and Hugh Harrigan, who is owner of the Boar's Head Bar and Lounge in Capel Street and Dublin. And the guys came in with thanks to Square, helping businesses run and grow. You can see square.com. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.